Yeah, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger to start us off. Happy Friday. What way to start a Friday, PJA? You're what a one way. of your favourites, your rocky team almost. It's like we were pointing out about Survivor yesterday. I was saying, it's very gas, it's real cheesy, you know, watching somebody giving somebody threats and shaking their fist when they're wearing a beret. Yeah. And it's like, no one's ever scared of anyone with a beret. <laughs> and Jim says, well, there was the IRA, <laughs> uh, which... <laughs> Which kind of yeah. put me back in my box a little bit. In yeah. fairness, in fairness, you were coming at it from the point of view of like a Frank Spencer wearing a beret. Yeah, I, well, I was coming at it from like the typical Frenchman on a motorcycle or on a on a bicycle with yeah. a baguette in his pocket, you know. And then you reminded me, and then I and then I says mm. the IRI. No, you know what I mean. It's just a beret and a balaclava or such clothing opposites. You would never see them together. It's like yeah. wearing a beret and a tie and short. And then I rem- and then Jim reminded me, yes, the IRA did that as well. <laughs> ah, anyway, I and the Tiger Survivor to, uh, to start us off on a Friday. Happy Friday to you folks. Hopefully you're in uh, good form uh, and, uh, and all your bits and pieces are kind of falling into place. Yes, I'll In whatever way you want to take that. In whatever way you want. If that's, you, if that's just because you stood up, and yeah. the junk in the trunk has begun to sunk. Uh, or if it's... Oh, we got it over. If you have plans or whatever. Absolutely. They're all going It'll well. It'll all do. 87 if you want to give us a shout. And um, actually, birthday's very interesting for you, PJ Gallagher, today. Now, yeah. Go Could on, be a good one, you know. Could be a good one. I'll keep your fingers crossed. Annie Lennox walking on Broken Glass here at Classic Hits. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you on this Friday, 5th of February. And I said it was interesting on the birthdays for you, PJ Gallagher. Yeah. So many birthdays. You want to see the birthdays I'm leaving out today? You're joking. It's a yeah. huge list, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Leaving out the likes of Bobby Brown, singer Bobby Brown. Leaving out Michael Sheen, great actor Michael Sheen. Leaving out Marie, uh, Jose Maria Olathebal. Obviously, I would have left oh. that out anyway because he's a golfer and you wouldn't have had a clue. Uh, Laura Linney, great actress, leaving her out. Russell Grant, remember Russell Grant, the astrologer? I gl- I'm glad you left most of them out because Russell Grant's the first one I've actually recognised, <laughs> to be honest. And one of your favourites, Christopher Guest as well, leaving him out. You know, the guy from T- Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah, leaving yeah. Leaving all of them out. Why would I be leaving all of them out, PJ Gallar? Well, because... Because we can have a football special. On the birthdays, what Brilliant. a what a selection of football-related names I have oh, for you here! Good. What a way to kick off the weekend! Absolutely right, and I tell you something. Right at the top, it is the birthday today of, in your opinion, the greatest footballer in the history of football. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, it's his birthday today. Birthday today. Good Lord. Isn't he just the unstoppable football machine? Like he's a cyborg. He was built in a lab by Japanese football scientists. (laughs) And they sent him to a club. And every time he plays, they program to make him better. Which is why he's the only footballer in the world who is definitely well into his 30s. Oh, well in, yeah. And uh, And in fairness, the shape. I mean, a lot of footballers play on or whatever, you know. And people have different body types or whatever, you know. You get their sort of... The lithe, almost skinny, kind of, you know, floating about the pitch type, you get the whatever. He was like that he, at the start. Yeah, but he's now he's and a now monster. He's, like, monster. He's, he's like carved. Yeah, he's ripped to the car. He's like he's like Amanda Rock. Yeah. Like he went from Scottish <laughs> scrawny lad dancing around the football to basically being I was gonna say Dwight York. What's the Rock's real name again? Oh, um uh, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. He's Dwight York. Dwight well, you know. Different physique, I think oh, it's safe. I don't know now. Dwight, Dwight can pack it on there if he needs to. I think comparing Ronaldo's <laughs> physique to Dwight York's is different. Um, I gotta but say, incredible, what a career. Juventus now, formerly Real Madrid, formerly United, done of it course. All. Done um, it all. And all sorts of records. Extraordinary to think that him and Messi existed in the same era. And extraordinary to think that people still think Messi's better. Ah, yeah, I said it. Yeah, well, uh, I mean... I'm one, know, of, I'm one of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I think most still, people do think Messi's better, but for me, it's it's Ronaldo all day long for me. Yeah. Right, uh, go for it then. How old is he? 35. 36. Ah, 36. Fart the door. Fart right. the door. Okay, from somebody who liked to think of himself in the same ilk as Ronaldo, but. Thank you. It's, it's very different, I think, in most people's opinion. Neymar. Neymar, yes. Celebrating his birthday today. He is, if you Ronaldo the is... The ultimate rolling machine. The ultimate rolling, cranky, <laughs> spoiled little brat. Needs a wedgie and a smack around the head. Yeah. Pain in the 
I mean, the, the memes that went around. Remember after the after the World Cup, the memes that went around. They had the suitcase thing happening. It was the brilliant. yellow suitcase. Yeah, they had him rolling out of stadiums and all the way to the airport. Yeah, the one where he <laughs> fell. Out. Yeah, he falls over. <laughs> And then he keeps rolling, he rolls out the stadium all the way to the airport and then off the plane. And then when the baggage thing was going around, he was rolling around that as well. Yeah. It was brilliant. He's such the ultimate and petulant yeah, the kind most of footballer. Unbearably isn't it? petulant little tosser that has ever kicked a football. Always like he thinks he's too good for everywhere he is. And extraordinarily, of course, he broke Ronaldo's record as the most expensive player. Yeah. Um, actually, it probably wasn't even Ronaldo's at the time. Doesn't matter anyway. He, he broke the record. And 22 million euro. Paris Saint-Germain paid for him to that get him from Barcelona. That works out as 150 quid a month. <laughs> when you put them all together. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's outrageous, yeah. Right, but, um, so Neymar, that little skit. The little scut. That's very talented scut. But Jay, when, he, when he's in the humour to be playing. Uh, I'd say he's... Uh, Oh, he's still in his 30s now, I think. 31. 29. Oh, is he? Ah, yeah, 29 man. for him. Right, a uh, bit of a throwback, uh, but a great old character, even though, again, one of these characters who started off and you think, God, is the greatest, most boring person I've ever seen. Oh, God. And then they this? turn out to be great crack. Sven Goran Eriksson. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so funny. He was so funny. All the stuff of him being the lady killer and all. I know. With his big long turkey neck this, and his glasses stuck onto the top of him. This Lothario who was yeah. bespectacled and sort of quiet and greying and balding and all sorts of things. Oh, there man. he was like rubbing shoulders and whatever other sort of bits yeah he was with there. Ulrika Ulrika and she wasn't the only one he got to a stage he was there going I'd like a younger woman I'd like to try another woman and he was so dry yeah when he spoke and everything he was the Steve Davis of football man and he used to get in trouble because he had like he had an incredible England team of players to pick from his England team of players were outrageous sort of the old golden generation yeah they were like they were like best in the world and because they didn't win everything they said it was because Sven Goran Eriksson kept thinking about what he was going to do with the women you know, he was like, it was just a uh, very unfair criticism. Uh, <sighs> but he seemed like he was a, he was just a gas old turkey face, mad Swedish, funny man. Yeah, I um, never fully understood where he got his reputation as like a great manager from. Like what you know, before no. he became an e- England manager. I know, he, and he no. was with City and stuff for a while. But uh, yeah, when they I never kind of knew what made him such a sought after property. Among among football teams or women, for yeah. that matter. I, I think the best part of him was, I'd say he'd agree with you. He'd go, yeah, neither did I. Very lucky. <laughs> I don't know what sort of accent that was, man. <laughs> right. Sven Goran Eriksson is... It's my Cristiano Ronaldo impression. <laughs> He's uh, 72. Oh! My God, that was close. Ah. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. 73. Ah, fair. 73. Right, what about... Carlos Tevez. Carlos Tevez. I've just started watching the new, the series on Netflix about him. Yeah. Yeah, Patchy, good? yeah. Yeah, it's good, but you have to get into the subtitles and all. Yeah. Uh, very good, though. Crossed yeah. the great Manchester divide, of course, went from United to City. Yeah, he did, yeah. Who's uh, he with now? Oh, he's by, He's over, isn't he? Managing in Mexico or something. Is or he? managing in Argentina or Mexico, yeah. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, he's back in... Back, he's, I think he's back in managing in Argentina. That's kind of weird. Though, that. I would have thought... Although, I suppose, yeah... Maybe not. I was going to say I thought he could still do a job in one of the big leagues, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, he's a hero over there. Like, though he's a yeah. human. Like, he's an absolute icon. Like, he's a football Nelson Mandela in Argentina. Like, yeah, uh, and what, so, he was one of the first footballers as well. That there was all that. You know the thing about ownership. Yeah, like, that he wasn't owned by a club. He was owned by an independent company who sort of yeah. leased him to was a that, club he, and they stuff re- and You that. rented him or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like you rented the lads to come over. He was sort of like the first uh, footballer to work as, uh, as a plumber. <laughs> or a con- you know, like, so he was on the same deal as the electricians were <sighs> in Main Road at the time. <sighs> yeah, he was gas, man. It was an unusual setup. Uh, anyway. I'd, I'd say he's, uh, he's about 51. Carlos Tevez, man. Yeah. Why do you want to have a mulligan on that one? Carlo, you're saying Carlos Tevez is 51. Oh, no, hold on. He played with Ronaldo. Sure. Remember that story he tells about playing with Ronaldo? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he's about 40, 46. 37. He's not, man. <laughs> That's wrong. It, it says he's 37. Jeez, he's had some life. He's roughly the same age as Ronaldo. He's a year older than Ronaldo. He's had some life. <laughs>
Oh my he god. He did in fairness, he did have his, He's own, his had struggles. Some life. Right, and then what about this one? This is a kind of a curveball for you. I believe I said that. But uh, the man who became known as the Maradona of the Balkans. <laughs> who in the name of God is that? Georgie Hadji. Georgie Hadji. Remember from the World Cup? Yeah, that's the right. Romanian. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was footballer. 1990, wasn't it? World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, right, but when when, the, when Romania played Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, holy fart, of course. Georgie Hadji. I know. Georgie Hadji. And it's a son, isn't it, that plays with Celtic now? Is it? I think so. Jimmy Hadji. Or is it Rangers? Actually, to be honest with you, I don't even know why I mentioned that. I can't remember. What's his name? Jerry Hadji. <laughs> It is. I don't know what his name is. The son's name. I but I know he. Play, well, I know he was playing in Scotland anyway. So he probably. I hope he plays for Rangers to wind everyone up because that, that means he gets to have a go in Ireland twice. <laughs> uh, I, I tell uh, Georgie Hadji maybe is a. Uh, he's up to about the fifty. He's fifty six. Yes, he is. Yeah, on, like, come on, George. <laughs> you knew. You knew if you stuck to a number long enough, it would come good. Two famous Hadjis. <laughs> There you go, yeah. I finally got something as, out of that. As football chants go, that's not a classic, really, is it? You're joking. There's only two Georgie Hadjis. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Thank you, Tara. And a very happy Friday to happy you. Happy Friday! <laughs> yes, indeed. Well done, you. I mean, that's an, another full week it's in the bag. It's, it's impressive. It's, it's incredible. It's I'm so impressive. happy. I, I mean, aim to please. I feel that we should really start. We should start having ceremonies, like medal givings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, we should have a sword bearer in the room and everything. Like, <laughs> big deal. A sword bearer. Is, is my little lie-in earlier in the week not a, a blot on the copybook? No. Well, I mean, look, oh. I mean, we've long since given up on expecting you to do all of your work on time. <laughs> Just, just getting you to do it. Is, getting you to do it is an achievement. I feel there were, there, were, there were actually now that you mentioned that the odd time part. There were a couple of little slip-ups earlier in the week as well, weren't there? There was one day when I think I literally forgot what my Tara, job is. It's one of the things we love about you most. It's that air of nobody quite knows what's going to happen. Exactly. It's the spontaneity of it all. Really, that's what it's it like. Guerrilla news warfare. Exactly. Yeah. You never quite know where or when Tara will pop up and give you a headline. It's brilliant, Jay. Fantastic Could stuff. be here, could be in the supermarket. Could be in there, it could be in the back of your car. You just don't know. Anyway, have you anything ex- exciting lined up for your lockdown weekend? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to go out tonight and paint the town red, you brilliant. know. Brilliant, uh, No, I'll probably sit in and watch telly and, and be semi-miserable. But at least I can, you know, I can sort of, you know, pride myself on the fact that it's cold. And we're, we're getting to this pivotal yeah. point next week. And in fairness, oh. Alan played right into your hand yesterday. He we had did. him on hoping that he'd dispel the rumours of a yep. of a nasty snowfall and cold snap but it, well, he didn't dispel them at all he didn't but my I, I've I've been there's been some communication with Alan this morning it's it's looking maybe a little less um, less of a given less of a given that this is going to be maybe the massive massive snow but it, but it's still kind of I'd say probably 50-50 still in terms but but he's looking at his modelling charts this morning and he's saying that mm, maybe I won't get we may not get desire. the horror that you are hoping for my heart's desire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dancing on the ceiling, Lionel Richie with Coldplay ahead of that. Viva la vida. Happy Friday to you. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And thanks for all of the WhatsApps. Wishing us a happy Friday. Very much appreciated. Uh, 087188008. Thanks very much indeed. And also, apart from the old happy Friday wishes, a few happy birthdays in there, PJ. Yeah. Uh, Richie the trucker is both happy and sad. Ah. He's um, he's happy it's Friday. He's, he's kind of, it's happy it's his birthday this coming Sunday. Very good. Delighted for him. But he doesn't appear to be particularly happy about being 43. Dear God, man, you're ancient. Forty three. He's a nipper. He's uh, a nipper. He is. Yeah, you're only a nipper. Yeah, forties. I have to say, I've enjoyed uh, more than any other decade up to really? this point. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's like up your end. It's thankfully it'll be like thirty years before I get there. <laughs> uh, but I will say, oh, I, I cannot I, wait to tell you something. I so hope we last long enough to see your fiftieth birthday. Man, I'm gonna make you so miserable that day. <laughs> How long have we got to wait? Five years? Four. Four years? Yeah, sure, oh. it's, uh, sure April. It's 46 I'll tell you April. something. Oh. Yeah, so just a smidgen uh, over four years. A smidgen. Go, there's going to be 
Oh, there'll be a very special type of celebration for that, I can tell you. Well, here's hoping I get some sort of retirement at 49 and 11 months. <sighs> anyway, so uh, happy birthday to you, Richie, and happy Friday. Also, Darren, uh, let me see, it's Darren's 44th birthday. Uh, that's all I know about Darren. Hang on a second, let's see if I can give him... Um, 44th birthday? Yeah, hang on a second. Um, Rack, apparently, is the person who was texted in, or WhatsApped in, so happy that's all da- we know. Happy Darren from Rack. Oh no, there yes. Yeah. Shout out to Darren and Rack for Darren's 44th birthday. There you go, yeah. Happy so, birthday to you, sir. Happy birthday. And also, the 40s are great. Also, I'll tell you something. Fergal's birthday. Don't forget Fergal and Rathfarnham. It's yeah. his birthday this weekend. I mean, he's texted us every day since Monday. To remind us. To make sure that we don't forget to I wish him a happy that. birthday. This is the carry on I think should be rewarded because this is I, I am a very kindred spirit to this person. <sighs> yeah. So uh, happy very There's no fear of him mate. No Fergal didn't disclose his age Good on you Fergal Better still You yeah. can just lie and lie and lie About everything else now Also um, Paddy's been on Just to confirm that Yep uh, I was right about uh, Georgie Hadji's son um, He plays for Rangers His oh, name is right. Yanis I-A-N-I-S Yanis Hadji Yanis Hadji Yeah and he plays for Rangers And pa- Paddy goes on to say his dad, Georgie, is that strange in the head these days that when his son signed for them last year, he called Rangers the best club in Europe. Yeah, he's mad, all right, yeah. I think Georgie Hadji was always a bit mad, though, wasn't he? And then he's put he at the end of it. And in you the thought day. your colleague was a weirdo. Hey! <laughs> uh. So, yeah, best club in Europe, apparently. Yeah, well, that's, that, that is bonkers. But Georgie Hadji was gagged. Wasn't Georgie Hadji like the proper permed mullet and moustache back in the day? Um, I think he was. Like, uh, what you mean, like a full groom, Graham Sooners kind of vibe? Like it was in all the 90s? curly on the top and sides, and then he had the long haired bit, but it was all curly. Yeah. And then he had a mustache as well. Hang on to like If Google. I remember, the Georgie Hadji, I'm pretty sure, was a proper, like, early 1990s mulleted curly topper. Okay. Uh, in the just, day. Let me just get the, the he, he images. He was wild out. looking, like. You know what I mean? No, no, no. You're thinking of somebody else. Because there's the Google images of him in, the, huh. in his heyday. You're joking. And that's him there. Oh, God, right. Yeah. I must be thinking of someone else then. Yeah. Whoever I'm thinking of, I'd like to meet that fella. <laughs> yeah, the one that started it all for ABBA Waterloo here at Classic Hits. Happy Friday to you. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for hanging out with us here at Classic Hits on your Friday. Thanks for letting us hang out with you, occupy you, distract you. And whatever else we can manage to do yeah, on a Friday doing all of it, yeah. By the way, uh, we need to, before we get stuck into this next bit, we need to give a bit of a shout out, a happy birthday, because, um, uh, let me see, let me see. Mary's been on, to, uh, wants us to wish her mum, Josephine from Cork, a very big happy birthday. The birthday is actually tomorrow, uh, but she wants to get the old uh, request in good and early, proper order too. Of course too. she does. Happy very birthday to you. Yeah, so Josephine in Cork, a very happy birthday to you from Mary and, uh, and all of the family in Cork. She was also wondering, is there any chance of getting a bit of Bon Jovi living on a prayer? Or, I don't, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Or uh, a bit of de- Animal by Def Leppard. Oh, jeez, go away over that. That That's, would that, be we, we don't play that sort of trash metal music. <laughs> that would be amazing, day. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I might, I might have a plead with Michael on that. In relation to a bit of Def Leppard. Oh, and also, by the way, just to fill you in, PJ. Yeah. I know you don't like me going off and making unilateral decisions. Right. I knew, well, on behalf of the, you know, of the of the crew. This feels like you're breaking um, sort of um, radio negotiations. Well, I just rules. want to let you know that I have gone off and I've done a unilateral negotiation with Shane from Mud Bakery to get us some cinnamon rolls in exchange for an ugly mug ah yeah yeah. I thought you were not going to get any complaints so that's okay you're, you'll prove that yeah even though it was a, a unilateral you oh, know 100%, negotiation yeah. just hurry up will you man come on we're starving in here <laughs> get it done there you go Shane you've got the official thumbs up from thank PJ Gallagher thank you very Gallagher. much Shane you're sound man Shane, Mud Bakery they, I tell you it's great yeah we're, we're sitting we're sitting waiting we're not going to do anything else until they arrive no news around no no that's we're it we're hijacking no, that's the it. studio it's like a it's hands down Hands down. It's a proper, like, diehard <laughs> taking over a building. Anyway, listen, uh, what have we got for you? I'll tell you something. We have the hit bit on the way for you before 8 o'clock, naturally, and it is rounded up to €1,000, okay? Your chance to get your hands on €1,000 by simply identifying where the hit bit comes from, the famous song involved, which is a lot better 
than doing what this character tried. Listen to this flute. This I love. There's something brilliant about people who are terrible criminals. There's just something inherently funny about them. So a guy called Matthew Davies, he stormed into the Bank of Scotland, right? Yeah. Uh, in Dunfermline, over in Scotland, obviously. And he had a meat cleaver, right? Nasty. So not exactly the friendliest man you'd ever meet in the world. Or is he? So he was in court yesterday. This happened in um, last September. So he ran in. Uh, he's 47 years old. Not sure why that's relevant. It's sort of between the two of us, Jim. <laughs> and he pulled a weapon. I think it's meant to be, uh, the implication should be, should have known better. Should have known better. That's yeah. probably Should have had more sense. Yeah, man with no sense who should have known better. So he walked in and he had a meat cleaver and a pillowcase, yeah. And he walked in to the bank. So straight away, they'd already seen his face on CCTV. Right? Yeah. Then he took the meat cleaver out of the pillowcase, put the, ran up to the, um, to the bank teller, put the pillowcase over his head at the counter and realised he didn't cut eye holes in it. <laughs> and he suddenly was faced with a dilemma of he couldn't see what was going on. So, uh, he so was, he, they'd seen his face, they could identify him and he couldn't see where he was and going. he couldn't see where he was going. So he's at the counter and he started, he started rattling and shaking his meat cleaver to which the woman in the bank didn't really know what to do. So she's kind of looking around going... She said... This isn't the butchers. Yeah, she's like, what? A, you take? Can I help you, sir? You know, you know, uh, that's not your bank card, sir. Whatever she said. Anyway, he got away with two thousand pounds, right? Right. So he got two thousand pounds, and he ran out. Did he, when, he, when he was running away with the money, did he keep bumping into everything? Did he? No, he he's like slamming into the desk where you write out your direct debits or whatever. I, I know that would be amazing, right? What he did is actually even worse. So he took off the the, the pillowcase, ran out of the bank. Ran down the steps, got to the out, got to the street, stopped to pet a dog he thought was cute. <laughs> right? Said hello to a dog, started petting the dog. One of the customers in the bank saw him petting the dog and went, That's the fella from the thing earlier carrying a pillowcase full of cash. So he followed him home. He stopped off at the shop, went into his house, uh, and then your man just waited outside and called the police. He said he couldn't believe he was caught. Couldn't believe he was caught. Oh my He's god. He's an amazing so, Wait a second, wait a second. Wait, so. He had a meat cleaver in a pillowcase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He only put the pillowcase on when he went... Into the bank. ...to the teller. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have been able to know where he was going otherwise. So he had it on his head. So what did he put the cash in? Into the pillowcase. He had to take it off. While it was on his... No, he had to take it off so he'd find a door to leave, you big idiot. Oh, my God. How is he supposed to stop and find a dog if he was still wearing the pillowcase? So the process went... He went into the bank, uh, meat cleaver, right? So he thought, okay, threatening weapon. Yeah. Pillowcase, grand, that's the stash to cash in. Oh, sugar, I'm after forgetting me mask. Literally, he did the most pandemic thing of all time. He went, I'm after forgetting me mask. Yeah. I'll have to do this and put the pillowcase over his head. head. Then went and said, give us your money, right? Or I'm going to hit you with me meat cleaver. Yeah, and she gave him the money. And she gave him the money and went, I've nowhere to put it. What am I going to put this in now? So she goes, what about the pillowcase on your head, sir? Actually, good idea. Took his pillowcase off, off stuff it. Yeah. <laughs> Ran out and says, geez, look at that dog, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I used to have a dog like that. Now, I'm going home because I'm exhausted. He's after like, all. I was and he, I bet he was probably arrested and he goes, I know, yeah, yeah. But that was one handsome Labrador. Seriously, wasn't it? You know. <sighs> Remember there was a story oh years God. ago about a guy in Limerick. You know something? That, that, that guy is so ridiculous that I actually kind of... Love him. I sort of like him. Yeah. It's like the guy in Limerick. He held up a credit union or a, a bank actually years ago in Limerick. And he went in his phone rang in the middle of it and he answered it. And he goes, oh, you couldn't have picked a worse time. I'll call you back. And he put it on the counter and left it. And they just... Trace the phone to his gaff. Shiny, happy people, OREM here are classic hits. Happy Friday to you. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, 87 188 on WhatsApp. Uh, what is it that's so uh, so special or so there's a specific type of humour associated with a bungling criminal? I don't know. I mean, know, they, like in many shows over the years, television shows that they've been about, you know, America's dumbest criminals and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. There's something just... Brilliant. There's something wonderfully entertaining about an idiot getting his just desserts. I, I think that's well. it. I there's think it's the sense of karma and... And sort of like divine justice. Yeah, I think Because it is. somebody who set out to do a really bad act oh, I, ends up getting their comeuppance. I remember years and years ago, uh, a fella from the north, he used to gigs with him. Yeah. And he was telling me there was this guy in his row. He grew up in a real loyalist part of Belfast. He said there's a fella in his row, bit of a nutter, you know. And he went into a local post office with a gun. And they all knew him. They were all like, Jack, we know it's you. And he goes, and he says, in the robbery, he says, it's not me. He goes, <laughs> it's not me. 
And then the woman that was working there, because they all knew him, yeah. says, I, look, Jack, I know it's you. I have, We can't, the cash, the safe is locked. I'll give you a check. And he goes, go on then. It is me, he says. It is me. And she wrote him a check. His name and everything. His name and everything. <laughs> and he walked out of the post office with the check and queued up at the bank across the road to cash it. So the, the police arrived, the RUC as they were at the time arrived, and he was just standing there in the queue with a balaclava and a gun. Like, there's some people are absolutely nuts. <sighs> nuts. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, what about, what are you telling me about the drive-by story? Like, because, yeah. you know the way, there's that classic thing of, like, you know, there's the, everybody has their role in a, in a bank robbery gang. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, like, the, the safe cracker. There's the, you know, whatever. In the real Hollywood-esque style. And there's always the driver. The getaway driver is meant to be this, like, you know, super skilled. Super skilled, Kind of yeah. like, you know, absolutely man and motor in perfect harmony. You know, knows everything can, you know. Naturally gifted, Absolutely, yeah. Knows yeah. the word, like, the, knows the roads better than the GPS in his head. And yeah. Because years ago, when Limerick wasn't there, that was story years and years ago, when the gang wars thing was kicking off and all was uh, And they wanted to get some lad from the other side. And they did a drive-by. Uh, but it was in a cul-de-sac, so they went past the house and then they realised there was not. They, cut, they had to do a three-point turn. And they had to do a three-point... They didn't get anyone or anything. They was just like, bang, 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 and went down. Had to do a three-point turn. They were like, oh, jeez, that's a bit awkward. And had to go past over the speed bumps and get to, past the house again. And they were like, wait, what the oh, hell? That's, how did you, that's so mad. How did we not know this was a cul-de-sac? Like, it's it, like that, there's something just brilliant. That's brilliant the about. oh man, that's like the that's like the criminal equivalent of doing that thing where you go to storm out of a room and you realise you've forgotten your keys. You've left. You, you have to come back. You've left your jacket on the chair. You have to come back in and grab it in, in another huff and zip it up in front of everyone. And now I'm definitely not coming back. George Michael's fast love here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Hitbit on the way for a grand, a thousand euro on the line for the Hitbit. Uh, last call to get involved. Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp. Oh, it's seven one double eight triple zero eight. Let him know if you want to play. And uh, and speaking of winning, you know, lads, sometimes if you, if you feel you just can't win, you know what I mean. If you feel like you're being told on the one hand that you should kind of stop being a caveman and you should be embracing, you know, the softer side of your nature, perhaps. Yeah. You should be trying to share the interests of your better half. You know, maybe embrace your feminine side, perhaps a little bit. Yeah. And you think, okay, I'll do that, and then. This happens. And then this happens. Then you happen to live in China. And China and the Chinese government have decided they are going to do what they can to sort of fight the feminization of men. They say a lot of men are becoming so sort of soft that it's it's bad for the country, essentially. Uh, that so they're, they're trying to make their men... <laughs> More macho, are they? Yeah, uh, that's it. They're not enough macho men, according to the Chinese government. So they've, the, the education ministry have caused a bit of a stir over there, in fairness. They says men have become too feminine. Uh, there's not enough people out there that want to be army heroes anymore, they said. <laughs> uh, and that there's, they, they want to be pop stars and all of that. And that they look at... The, they have this weird phrase called um, fresh young meats. Which, which is what they call, you know, the sort of... Um, like the boy band type character. You know that kind of, you like, yeah. Uh, oh my God. You know that sort of like, why would, like, remember when the, do you know what this is actually? This F- is China. Fresh young meat. Yeah, that's what they Is say. a translation of what they refer to. Yeah, it's a slang way of talking about, you know, young men who are really clean, caution. Right. And they want to sing music like we're listening to now. <laughs> you know that sort you know, and they want maybe have an earring. This is basically the Chinese government turning into your dad in the 70s where they go, a fella. With an earring! A fella with an earring! <laughs> Next thing you'll be walking around with lipstick and makeup on! And you, you tell me that's alright, will you? You'll be like, well, actually, you know, what's that? What harm is he doing you? Oh, my God! Jeepers, I'll go up and stick on me high heels, will I? This is essentially yeah. what the Chinese government are doing. They're gone. Right, so, so, another, so they reckon the Chinese men have embraced too much of the sort of them. Um, what yeah, did that yeah. used to be called? Remember there was a phrase. There's a metrosexual. Metro, that's it, yeah. the one. That was a real 90s term, yeah. yeah the metrosexual, yeah. And they're saying that the president of, um, of China 
President Day. I, I'm re- I never know how to pronounce words with Z, with the X and I in it. Yeah. You know, the pre- President of China, President Z, anyway. He said that he has this big dream for football, right? He's a huge football fan. Huge right. football fan. And he's pumped so much money into it. And China, let's be honest, have not exactly been very popular in football. Uh, and he has this dream that the China will for be... For such a, a big nation, yeah. Normally, the more population, the more successful you have because the more pool to pick from. Exactly, yeah. right? And he has this dream that by 2050, uh, China will be a footballing superpower like Brazil or, you know, yeah. any other country like that, I suppose. Like, you know, I suppose England you would consider, so whatever. But uh, he and everybody in China thinks it's hilarious and he's getting really upset now. So he's going, yeah, funny, is it? Well, if he is right now playing football instead of singing in boy bands <laughs> and wearing earrings, this is kind of what the reaction is, you know. Then oh maybe my. we wouldn't be superpowers, but no, nobody wants to play football or win medals for China anymore. So, okay, they want to be out there smoking cigarettes. I'm assuming uh, if this is happening, then that it's a sign that, like, you know, maybe the same sort of... You know, the same levels of political correctness and sensibilities aren't kind of, you know, exactly, permeating yeah, through yeah. China the way they are maybe, you know, in other parts of the world. I think Because, I mean, if you came out and said something like that in kind of Western Europe at the moment, you'd be absolutely slammed for being some, pre- some dinosaur. Yeah, uh, yeah. And insensitive and not A chauvinist and a, and a, a misogynist. And, and not taking into account men's mental health and how yeah. they express their feelings. All of that, you'd be, yeah, you'd be slammed for it. Uh, but in China, they're very upset that men have mental health uh, <laughs> and that women... You know, they see sort of feminization is seen as weakness. You know, all of that sort of stuff, yeah. So I think it's safe to say the Chinese government are slightly behind the rest of the... Well, not the rest of the world, but slightly behind them... Yeah, some parts at least. Some parts of the world, at at least, yeah, yeah, when it comes to this. Yeah, like... I, I just didn't think it's hilarious people get upset by it. I just... I get great crack out of it, you know? Yeah. I, Although, they're, you know, they're, it's... It is a, it's, it's a fine line, PJ, you know, the old, like... You know, the line to walk between manliness and I don't what's the what's the what's the opposite what's the what's the equivalent I don't know on the other side because womanliness doesn't make sense no that's exactly a super term, you <laughs> exactly know. yeah you yeah. never say that's very womanliness sort of a carry on <sighs> you know I, so I don't really know to be honest with you yeah. and obviously I haven't gone you know I'm the same I'm exactly all, well I'm you'd not, go down a storm over there in fairness you would me oh an absolute storm what strutting around with your tats and you're, and you know what I mean, and oh, being all sort of God. like you know, spending hours in the jacks and all that sort of stuff. You, you'd probably be regarded as a, a macho hero. I don't. If anybody has misunderstood the story, I think Jim has. <laughs> if he thinks that the Chinese government are looking for tattooed lads to walk around sitting in the jacks for hours <laughs> as a way of proving themselves, I mean, I may. China's in serious trouble, man. Ireland's classic hits. And now, the Hit Bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. Hit Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit, from a classic hit. But what hit is it? The classic hit bit, it is a grand all week. It's a thousand euros every day this week. Uh, so here's what it sounds like. Kind of. Oh, I spoke over it. I spoke over it. Wait for it, wait for it. There like, it you is. Know, I couldn't find, you know, me little arrowy thing, me little pointer thing oh, for I me do, mouse. Yeah, yeah. It went missing off the screen for a second. Little messer. I'll tell you is something. It? The gremlins <laughs> are getting in. Uh, God, there's something. Anyway, that's what it sounds like. And we're going to play with Richie uh, Heaney. Is it Richie Heaney? Hiney, yeah, lad. Richie Hiney, beg your pardon, Richie. I'm sorry about that. How are you getting on this morning? Not bad, lad. Good. How are you? Happy Friday to you, Richie. Uh, what are you Happy up to today? Friday. Is it work or rest or play? Uh, work today, yeah. All oh, right. A full day of it, is it? A, like, you're only getting started now? or? Uh, we're only getting started now, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Well, no listen. worries. And, and I suppose the weekend, probably action-packed. You probably can't wait for it there, really. <laughs> uh, let yeah. rip, yeah, let rip. Let rip, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll try and give you a thousand quid to let rip with in whatever shape or form or biscuits you want to do it. Uh, what do you reckon this is, Richie? All right, uh, we listen to this now, so I'm hoping it's what it is. Uh, Johnny Cash, Big River. Oh, wow. Johnny Cash. Yeah. Not often we get, you know, people veering off the sort of pop track. No, for sure, yeah. So it's good. A, yeah, to, well, it hasn't been guessed before, which is a good start. Yeah. Um, can I give you the cash? I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, lucky. 
Sorry That's... about that, Richie. Listen, take no, care of yourself, man. That. Happy you Friday too. again. No worries, Richie. Have a good one. Uh, Sarah Delamere waiting on uh, line two. How are you, Sarah? Hiya, how are you? Not too bad at all, Sarah. How are you getting on today? Good, good. Friday, thank God. Friday, thank God. Yeah, have you any weekend plans? I know you don't, so really, but I have to ask you. Um, no, just going to relax and chill. Stay within the 5K. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. What, sorry, I missed that thing about the 5K. You're doing one or you have done one? Staying within it. Like oh, stay no, with it. Oh, all right. God, there's me thinking you were going out running and all you were doing no. was like literally staying put. <laughs> the old 5k circle of the house yeah. I'll tell you something it's yeah. mad isn't it you, I, get, I could actually walk the 5k every road in my 5k I, like you know we're talking the burglar with the pillowcase in his head yeah. I reckon <laughs> if I put a pillowcase over my head I could navigate my way around you could do it with your eyes closed no problem I might rob a bank this weekend actually you should do actually <laughs> that would be a bit of a highlight at least <laughs> oh they're not open anyway. <laughs> oh for god's sake <laughs> uh, so Sarah tell us what you think this is we'll try and give you a thousand euros is it Tim Lizzie Whiskey in the Dress? Oh, what a tune. What a song. What a great oh, version. Indeed it is. Will you be dancing in the moonlight tonight? You won't, I'm sorry. <coughs> Unlucky, Sarah. Listen, happy Friday regardless. Uh, take care of yourself. Thanks for playing. Cheers. Bye. See you, Sarah. Bye. Bye-bye now. Actually, are the banks open? The banks would be considered an essential service, would they? But you do realise, like, you don't have to wait for the bank. You don't have to rob a bank within opening hours. You know what I mean? Like... To be fair, isn't that the oh. principle? Like, the idea yeah. of less staff I, might be a good I, thing, I'd PJ. say them being closed might do you a favour. Yeah. You don't have to sort of wait. What time are the banks open? Why, what are you thinking? Well, I was going to rob it. Right. Uh, no, they're digging a tunnel. <laughs> but to be honest with you now, ages. I can't wait till half two. <laughs> Blondie's Heart of Glass here at Classic Kids. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, thanks for waking up happy with us on your Friday. Happy Friday to you. Uh, final day, of course, the breakfast table quiz. Final chance to win yourself that year's supply of Swedish Nutra's vitamin C and D3. A full year's supply is what's up for grabs. Uh, 11 still the score to beat on that as well, so that's on the way very shortly. Uh, Friday, 5th of February, and uh, heading into the weekend. This weekend, it is... Super Bowl Sunday. It's the big one. Super Bowl is coming up at Super You're Bowl quite, Sunday. Are you a Super Bowl uh, American football general type fan? I absolutely love American football and the Super Bowl. I don't follow it through the weeks because I like I used to because we're here. It's too yeah. hard. The hours don't suit. I used to always take Super Bowl Sunday as a sort of a night to stay up all night and all that. We just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I do love the game. I don't know how this league or anything works, but I would always look forward to Super Bowl Sunday, you know. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, no, I'm not really into it, which is probably why it, it kind of crept up on me that I didn't... You know, normally, you kind of hear about the big build-up to it and the hype. I could have sworn, now, if you'd have asked me, I would have said it was, like, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just... <laughs> honestly, I thought I saw something on social media about people talking about it. Obviously, that was some sort of, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, add-on or side issue or whatever it well, was. Course, but yeah, yeah. I just, you, know, you know, normally, it feels like there's more build-up to it or more sort of... You just, even if you weren't looking for it, you'd kind of stumble across I it. suppose, yeah, I know what you mean. I suppose we're all avoiding the media a little bit more than we used to because it's nothing but misery in it. So maybe it's <laughs> a, you, you miss the good stuff too. But of course, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl again is ridiculous. You know, one of the, the they're saying the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah. Basically the messy um, of um Because he's football. some age, isn't he, for considering the kind of like... Yeah, considering people run into you that are the size of pickup trucks <laughs> <fridges>. constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's anyway. still out there and he's made another Super Bowl. Not with, not with the Patriots. Like. So listen, so this is what it's all about to, uh, to mark Super Bowl Sunday coming up this weekend. Magic Mike has put together a little bit of a quiz for PJ and myself, but not about sort of sporty things. So relax, if you're not into your American football or if you're not into uh, sport in general or whatever, there's no need to worry about it. This is not really that sort of thing. This is much more the kind of trivia madness that goes around. It's celebration of American indulgence, Pretty I think, much. to a large days, yeah. Pretty much. So, Michael, what's the story? Right, well, uh, you guys seem to know way more about the Super Bowl than me. I didn't know who that guy was you talked about Tom there. Brady. I haven't a clue. I'm sorry. I've, You're it's joking. One, it's one sport I don't know anything about is, is the Super Bowl. Mike thought that was football. the lad you bought your car off. 
<laughs> Say, it sounds like him. Yeah, that's right. Sounds like him. Yeah. Anyway, so what I've done is I've put together a little quiz for you, lads. Now, right. it's a multiple choice because we don't want to be harsh on you of a Friday, right? Yeah, gotcha, and especially gotcha. since I don't know anything about American football. Well, you don't so need not, to know. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, so you don't need to know rules no. or oh, scoring not. or any sort of weirdness. No, as PJ player Rightly... No. <laughs> as PJ Rightly pointed out, this is a quiz of indulgence, essentially. Right, okay. Uh, it's about money. It's about food. It's about indulgence, right? Right. Uh, because obviously oh. the stats around the Super Bowl are huge. It's such a big event. Yeah, no, just say me and Jim, we're, we're, me and Jim are big fans of indulgence. So yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Knock yourself out. We're going to get this. Okay, well, speaking about money for a start. Okay, so lads, here we go. On average, I'll give you a multiple choice, so hold the phone for a second. On average, how much would a 30-second halftime ad cost in the Super Bowl this year? Okay, on average. I'll give you a multiple choice, and then we'll uh, put you head-to-head. So $1.5 million, uh, $5.5 million, $10.5 million, or $20.5 million. Oh, I definitely, I go 20, I'm, at least yeah. 20 million. I'm going to go with the highest one available. Whatever the highest one is, okay. 20 million dollars So you're plus. both saying 20.5 million dollars yeah. for yes. that. You would be wrong. No way! What? Yeah, you're wrong. It's actually, it's still an incredible amount, but it's the average price now. I know one of them costs about 18 dollars, 18 uh, million dollars last year, but 5.5 million dollars. Wow. On average for a 30 second. Oh, I'm really surprised. Were, I thought yeah. you couldn't buy them for a love nor money. I thought the they were fortunes. Ads, yeah, the Super Bowl ads are normally where they launch an ad that goes on for the entire year afterwards and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, I think some of them go beyond 30 seconds, you see. Right. So some of them, I think there was a Google ad last year or something that was 18 million, but and it was for Alexa, but that went on for a long time. Right, okay, not a great start then. No. Not a great start. It's zero, nil, nil. What's that in Super Bowl terms? Zero, zero for the first period. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell right. you something. The first period. That's, that's Quarters. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, anyway, on average, how many people worldwide tune into the Super Bowl? This is a tricky one. Oh, right? yeah, good. So, is it 100 million people? Is it 300 million people? Is it 500 million people? Is it 1 billion people? Oh my God. What do you think, lads? Like, there's a lot less Americans so one, than there is Europeans, right? 1, sure. 3, 5 sure. or a billion. Is it? Is there the, there the options? So, 1, 3, 5 or a billion, yep. Have three, a go five, there. I, I, go for, I go for the 300 million. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go the fraction higher. I'm going to go the... Uh, there's what? There's 260 odd million in America, is there? there? Are, yeah. And then a few. I'm going to go to 300 million. Okay, so you're assuming then that every American's watching. Well, not everybody, no, but, but I'm assuming a few extras. It's all around. sorts of flutes like me out there loving it as well. <laughs> exactly. Okay, it's actually just 100 million. Is it? Yeah, what? it is. Yeah, it's 100 million. Excuse me, Michael, I want a logic complaint. No, this I, was supposed to be about excess. Yeah, I, these are all very moderate answers. I know, <laughs> but I've looked this up before. I think something like the Cricket World Cup and all gets way more. You have to remember the populations of each country. Yes, like, you do. There's yeah, a billion people in, in uh, India and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Right, okay, so that's more. Okay. That's uh, two out of two zeros. Yeah. Okay, you love this, lads. An avocado question. Okay. How many pounds of guacamole is consumed on Super Bowl Sun? Yeah. <laughs> Across the States. All right, we'll do this quickly. Is it 2.5 million pounds, 8 million pounds of it, 16 and a half, or 20 million pounds? Definitely 20 million of, pounds. Of guacamole. <laughs> Definitely 20 million pounds. All right, wow. go on, Jim. Don't go 20 million pounds. No, that can't be. What's, the, what's the choices? Uh, three. Is go 2, 8, 16, or 20. 2, 8, 16, or 20 million pounds. Pounds, two, eight. weight, like. Yeah, yeah 20 million. Yeah. Americans uh, eat like there's no tomorrow, No, I, on the basis of the previous answers, I'm going to go 8 million. Yeah! yeah! Come on, Jim! This is Woo! stupid. Okay, okay well then, we'll just, we'll give you two more, okay? <laughs> just to tie on to that, how, how many, I'm going to do this in an American accent, because they say, how many tons of chips are eaten with that guacamole? Uh, so oh chips God. meaning obviously uh, like crisps ch- yeah, like yeah. the tortilla like Doritos right, or whatever okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll give you very quickly multiple choice lads 14.5 uh, uh, tons uh, twenty five. <laughs> sorry 14.5 million tons 20.5 million tons 40,000 or 60,000 did I say that right? no, no. sorry <laughs> for, sorry that went, sorry. That went downhill sorry. rapidly sorry 14.5 tons 20.5 tons 40 or 60,000 uh, 60,000 tons okay. right so we've got what did we say 8 million pounds um, when you try and you get about <laughs> he gets, he's getting an ounce per actually. chip and a thing I'm going to go 40 whatever the 40 was no you're both right 14.5 thousand for God's sake tons. one of them has, I'm going for the top one every time one of them has <laughs> 
be right. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you one more, lads, and this will do. You'll either pull it level, PJ. We'll call it a draw, and I'll be friends. Or Jim, you'll run away with it. Okay? Or Jim, and then yeah. we'll give one for I'll the rub your okay. nose and me guacamole. Okay, my nose is sore. Actually, okay, here we go. What is the cheapest Super Bowl ticket? Right, the go che- on. These are the cheap seats now. Yeah, okay? yeah. Okay. Cheapest you can get. Okay, is it fifty-five dollars? Is it two hundred and fifty dollars? $1,500 or $6,200 what do you think is the cheapest <sighs> ticket I'm going to say $1,500 ok Lock, uh, locked in PJ you can't get a ticket yeah. like you can't no, get and a ticket very so few tickets cheapest, to be sold anyway yeah. yeah right well since he's already picked $1,500 I'll go to six grand. he's only got a money well done, Jim. Six grand. Six thousand. It's the cheapest. Two hundred is oh! the cheapest ticket you can get. Shut up. For the cheap seats. Oh my god. That's yeah. the only and time so- I didn't go for the highest score for the whole stupid <laughs> it, quiz. It goes up to something like eighteen and a half thousand to get a midfield ticket. That's, That's incredible. Two hundred. That's Outrageous. incredible. And, and you know what else is incredible? 2-0 2-0 They don't say 2-0 two two in American football 2-0 2-0 2-0 zero, zero, <laughs> I can't believe I robbed myself I was going for the high one all the time I still would have won 2-1 Ah who cares I hate life <laughs> Madness, it must be love here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ Jim. Happy Friday to you. It's a very happy Friday indeed. It's almost like a 2-0 happy Friday somehow. Oh, for God's sake. It's like a 2-0 happy Friday or something. It's, I don't know what it two is. 2-0, they it feels like It feels like it's double happy Friday nearly. <laughs> anyway, listen. We've ju- Magic Mike is still with us. We've just had our, um, our little Super Bowl quiz. Nothing to do really with the sport itself or the game itself or anything like that. If you're not into the sport or sport sport in general it's no big deal but of course okay obviously you now what's happened just now is that I've mopped the floor PJ no need to dwell on that don't dwell on that <laughs> I mean, just terrible. move on from it right nobody else is dwelling on us the fact that he got zero I'm like, dwelling on <laughs> it but most importantly we didn't we forgot to give you guys the chance to win on our little Super Bowl quiz so I mean I assume we have a, a, an ugly mug available well absolutely an ugly mug is there for the taking okay right? so it's like it's like a cup of sorts isn't it is. It is. It's a cup of sorts, yes. <laughs> yes, of sorts. It is a trophy of, co- of a kind. Yeah. There is no you're, doubt about it. You're literally, okay, it's only got one handle, but that's all you need. <laughs> you know what I mean? You won't be able to lift it aloft and display it to your neighbours, but you, you never know. Actually, you know what you could try and do? We should try and break the handle off another one and glue it on and make a double <laughs> handle. Oh, yeah. That ugly is mug. a magnificent idea. That is a good idea. Do you know something that almost makes up for you being so bad at the quiz? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Right, lads, I tell you, now, what, what, what I could do here is, uh, what I could do here is now go double or quits, but if PJ gets this right, but I won't do that. I won't no, do that. I let because you, I let that's you, ridiculous. I let because, you I mean, I think, I think the entire world would agree that's ridiculous. <laughs> the right. most important thing is the listeners, Michael. You know me, always put the listeners oh, first. Oh, you yeah. care so much about the listeners, Jim. That's, <laughs> we all know that. Right, okay, here we go. This is for you, the public, right? Uh, so you can win an ugly mug with this. How many chicken wings will be consumed this Sunday on average during Super Bowl Sunday okay chicken wings now tricky little now, mathematical equation a, within here within the stadium or in total in America no because there'll be no one in the place so oh, there'll be only one lad eating a bowl of chicken like wings three boxes <laughs> yeah. for the management <laughs> so the entire <laughs> of America so the entire of America and now is there multiple choice for this I'll give you multiple choice okay will one million chicken wings be consumed Will it be 100 million chicken wings, 890 million of beautiful chicken wings, or 1.4 billion chicken wings? That is a hell of a lot of chickens. A lot of chickens. This is from the head of the chicken. Actually, to be fair, the first two answers, I was thinking, I'd probably eat them. Yeah, you should go through that myself, yeah. When he was at a million and eight point whatever, yeah, I'd probably do that myself. I came upon amazing articles on this. This was from some... uh, person in Big Chicken in America who big, says big, yeah. big, <laughs> that's big, what it's called. big Chicken what they call the industry the way that's they have they the way they refer to Big Pharma yes that is, is that what they what call it, is? it yeah yeah you know your man big who ate chicken. McDonald's you know your man who ate McDonald's for <laughs> a week or something like that yeah the, your the, man supersized me supersized me he's done one on Big Chicken I watched it recently they call it Big, big chicken. chicken oh that is unreal yeah I mean Big Pharma I was aware of you know, yeah. big business, you understand course, the principle. Yeah, yeah. But big chicken. Hey, yeah, what are you involved in? Big chicken. What? <laughs> big chicken. What's yeah. your, how do you mean? But, you know, big chicken. Anyway, big chicken. Like, do you mean turkeys? They're not all the same size. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? Ostrich? Is, is that what you mean? No. 
Anyway, anyway big chicken right, are so expecting a surge this Sunday. So, okay, so give us the choices, right? So here are your choices. Four choices, people. How many chicken wings will be consumed by the entire nation of America uh, during Super Bowl? Is it the Sunday? Sunday, yeah. Su- Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, so is it a million? Is it 100 million? 890 million? Or 1.4 billion chicken wings? Right. And we have the uh, <laughs> double-handed... PJG Mowgli Mug up for grabs. Yeah, just I'll run in and get some glue now and a hammer. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets some more. It's the breakfast table quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Final day of this week's Breakfast Table Quiz. Today, of course, the day somebody walks away with a full year's supply of Swedish Nutra's uh, vitamin C and D3, the chance to super boost your immune system. Two incredibly uh, important vitamins, of course. Vitamin C, lots and lots of benefits. Helps uh, keep your cells healthy. Uh, structural protein that keeps your tendons, ligaments and blood vessels, organs and skin together. I think I need that for every one of those. Just, uh, every thing you mentioned on that list, I have a problem with. I was just going to say, not to, uh, your cardiovascular and immune system, all that sort of stuff. Then vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. The sunshine it's a bit like vitamin. you. It's like, a, it's like a vitamin form of PJ Gallagher. It's like June in a tablet. <laughs> Although this is a liquid vitamin, isn't it? That we're talking it is. About, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point you make. The vitamins are a liquid supplement. So if you've any issues about capsules or tablets or anything like that, this won't affect you. And uh, as I say, vitamin D and vitamin C combined. Uh, fantastic for super boosting your immune system and they're available from uh, pharmacies right around the country pharmacies nationwide and we've got our year's supply going to somebody today yeah we absolutely do and it's going to maybe be Damien McHugh who's going to play so how are you Damien? oh yeah what's the crack with you Damien? what are you up to this weekend? not much (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like Like the rest of the nation like us all Damien are you in work or are you hiding or what are you up to to now? I'm at work alright so you're kind of keeping a low profile yeah? Yeah. That's allowed. That's okay. Right, okay. (laughs) All right, well, listen, let's get stuck in then. So basically, it's a simple enough task, Damien. If you can get 12 in the 60 seconds, the prize is yours. You ready to go? Yeah. Best of luck. Here we go. How many is in a baker's dozen? 13. Who is the next in line to the British throne? The... Charles. Yeah, it is. What colour are the most buses in London? Red. What's the name of the talking snowman in Disney's Frozen? Olaf. How many zeros are there in 1,000? Three. What's the name of the cowboy in Toy Story? Woody. Which American rapper released The College Dropout in 2004? Pat. Kanye West. Who sang in the 1995 song Mysterious Girl? Peter Andre. Caesar's Palace and the Mirage are famous hotels in what city? Vegas. In 1994, what Danish singer had a hit single with Saturday Night? Wigfield, the uh, gastrectomy is the removal of, of all or part of what organ? Pass. The stomach, Sweeney Todd, is the demon barber of what street in London? Pass. Fleet Street, oh. Fleet Street. It was going so well for a while there, PJ. I tell you, Damien, you are flying. You, always, you have somebody helping you in the background. I can hear them whispering you the answers. We're al- we allow that, of course. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, mind absolutely. Yeah, no, as many as you like can yeah. play along. Who was, your, who was your friend in the background, Damien? Uh, Cahill. 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 All right, Cahill. Fair he play. He was doing you. well for a while there for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight correct answers. And then it fell off a cliff, unfortunately. The last yeah. the last three or four went a bit astray on you. Sorry yeah. about that, Jamie. You did really well, though. So thanks for having a go. Yeah, absolutely. Well done on playing. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Bye-bye. See you, Damien. Take care. <laughs> Damien's a man of few words. Isn't he? wants to get in, get yeah. the answers Do you have a feeling home. that Cahill twisted his arm into playing? I have a feeling he's tied up on Cahill. Was it like uh, was making sure he was doing everything he asked him to do. Yeah. I have a feeling Cahill was the main man there. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. Uh, what we should say, of course, <laughs> is well done to Derek White, because it's Derek White's score of 11, which I think happened on Monday, did it? Uh, yeah, Monday. We were chasing it all week long. Yeah. All week long we were looking for a 12. So well done, Derek White. It means that you, sir, are the uh, are the winner of the uh, year's supply of Swedish Nutra's vitamin C and D3. 
Uh, it is a liquid supplement available from all uh, good pharmacies nationwide. It's Train and Drive by here at Classic Hits. Happy Friday to you. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. And um, it seems like forever, really. They've been People have been telling us, right? Yeah. That sooner or later, you know, we're, we're all going to be obsolete. Robots are going to take over from us. Uh, robots are taking our jobs and all that sort of stuff. And I'll tell you something, right? Who'd have thought the day would come when PJ Gallagher's job would be under threat from a robot? That they'd actually become comedians. Yeah, you know, I, I'm. I don't know how I feel about this. Let's talk our way through it and see where we end up. So uh, they've started experimenting and doing trials over in a hospital in Kent, where they have these cl- floor cleaning robots that basically go around like you know those sort of uh, you know those little disky Hoover. Yeah, things. yeah. So they have these floor cleaning robots in a hospital in Kent, and not only do they clean the floor, but they tell the patients jokes as well. So they sing songs and they tell jokes to the patients, you know, to lighten the mood. Wow. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I've been reading some of the material of these robots and I have to say it's, yeah, it's very poor. It's two of your, fa- your favourite things, cleaning and telling gags. Two things I think I'm not bad at, I'll be honest with you. I think, you know what I mean? Now, I think I'm going to be replaced on both levels by some sort of ridiculous little robot. I'm not into it, I'll be honest right. with you. So uh, how, like, do they... Do they so, t- tailor the joke to sort of what is, you know, well, like they're, what they're, ward they're in? Yeah, well, they're trialling it on children's wards at the moment, right? So Ella is the first robot that has been tri- out. And they said that Ella, the robot, left a young patient called Jimmy. Jimmy Edwards, right? Right. It's very like Jim McKay, but let's see if, <laughs> let's see if this joke works Little on all Jimmy. Jimmies. Uh, now, if you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it in your robot voice. Oh, God, yeah. So it's like when so she went up to Jim, right? And she goes... How do trees access the internet? They log on. <coughs> yeah. Huh? It didn't yeah, work. Yeah, no, no, it's very good. I think it's very good. Here's another one, right? In fairness, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's aimed at kids. Kids probably would find that funny. I still think that much like if this, I tell you something. You know the way you did stand up once and you won an award for it. Yeah. If they give this flipping robot an award <laughs> for telling jokes, I'm going to be beyond upset. So here's another one that's out. Right. Like, I went up to the Jimmy and he goes, uh, "The Earth's rotation really makes my day." <clears throat> that's actually kind of intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of subtle. It's a bit cerebral, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. bit cerebral, I mean, all right. I have you to know. say, if, if you know, depending on how, how switched on little Jimmy Edwards was, I'm yeah. not sure he'd have got it. Yeah, well, he was left looking. But in the picture I see of Jimmy and the robot Ella, in fairness, he looks like he's not impressed at all. It looks like he's looking at a giant hoover with eyes stuck to it. If I'm being honest, that's yeah. what it looks like to me. Yeah. I will say anything beats those clowns. Do you remember, you know when you're in a hospital and those clowns come in? And they start to well, storm. Like, like actual everybody. clowns are just idiots. No, clown, actual, you know the fellas are there. And then, hey, whoop, 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 whoop. hey, everybody. You're like, oh my God, as if things weren't ha- bad enough. As if being in here with a broken leg isn't bad enough. I have to look at Bozo the, Bozo the Bimbo falling around the place now. Uh, so I take the robot over any of them. You know, because yeah. there's things you have to endure. Now, to be fair, I, I assume you're talking about when you were a kid. I mean, you weren't, you weren't in hospital at some stage in your adult life and a clown came in. Honking his horn with his giant shoes on, or did he? Maybe that was a friend of mine. <laughs> Although speaking say, of which, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's worse than the clowns, the, and I mean the official clowns. It's the the clowns who are just idiots. It's the, the somebody goes in right to visit one of their relatives or one of their friends, right, and insists on going oh, to everybody dear. else in the ward. Oh my god! How are you, Mrs. How's you? How are you going? All oh, right. How are you? And like they're like they're being some sort of ah, uh, you know me, life like. Oh, Night to do me, bitch, you know, yeah, cheering yeah. everybody up. Last time You're I was just annoying them. them. They, that person was asleep. Doing me head in. I was there with my legs all broken. And I was in the, and I had, at that time, you didn't have a, you couldn't watch movies on the laptop, but I had a, a portable DVD player. Do you remember them? Yeah. I had one of them and I was watching a movie. And your man comes in and sits at the end of my bed. Something <laughs> I don't even know. Sits on the end yeah. of my bed. Because they always turn around to the person they're visiting and go, I'll just go over to you, yeah, man. Just, just give him you know, a few minutes there. Just go over to him, cheer him up. Yeah, no, poor, I don't think he wants you poor to. Poor fella's on his own. You know, I'd say our head is wrecked. It is now, yeah, actually. Yeah, my head is wrecked. But not because of broken legs and no biscuits left. Because you are talking to me. But they bring back the robot with the crap jokes. Exactly. I'd, I'd tell you something. I'd, I'd, I'd even settle for that lunatic with the huge red nose and the giant feet. Yeah, bring back Bozo and Bimbo. <laughs> At least their jokes are original. You're coming over here telling me jokes I never liked in the first place. I woke up today with this feeling. 
Guaranteed Irish Corona is addicted to progress. And uh, Tiffany, I think we're alone now just ahead of that. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Friday to you uh, on this uh, Friday 5th of February. And I tell you, unless you have been literally under a rock over the last uh, few days or whatever, you can't possibly have missed the absolute viral phenomenon that was the guards dance, their challenge, this... Um, how do you pronounce it? Is this Jerusalem? I was it? just asking the young person in the office, and apparently it's Jerusalem. Jerusalem, yeah. right? Okay, the young person in the office. I was asking that was Ruth. Ruth, yeah, was Ruth it? Yeah, 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 she knows yeah, these yeah. things. She yeah. knows these yeah. things. It's <laughs> like she has, she has to act as her interpreter for anything that relates to something. That, yeah. Anyway, want to see? She's so, we're out there talking about the menopause. She's like, you want to see? She's in the twenties, looking at me like she's like Frankenstein just walked out of a tomb. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jerusalem, then. Right. So this was the, a challenge that was set apparently for the. Guards uh, for the uh, the on guard the Shia by the Swiss. Uh, the Swiss police, police did, did a force. version of it, and for why, for some reason, uh, they challenged the Irish guards. Would yeah. they do it? It's gone and, all around the world. Oh my God, it was huge, and we're delighted to have uh, Mary Gardner on the line with us. Mary, morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Now, Mary, of course, will be. I, I, I was going to say you'd be well known uh, to uh, to residents around the kind of Kerry and Tralee area because aren't, don't you? Haven't you been nicknamed already the Dancing Guard? <laughs> I know. Imagine. Oh my God. Yeah. And this yeah, is this is long before this Jerusalem thing. You were you were nicknamed. You've done the dancing thing before, like long before this, haven't you? Yeah. So I suppose back the start of lockdown out here, um, I decided with the the lads out in Van and Blenderville. We did a video for the Do It For Dan campaign to Amarillo. That's the one. That's the one I remember. Yeah. And that, of course, was another viral success. Uh, little did you realise, I suppose, in the space of 12 months, you'd be doing 12 viral success dance videos in a row. You're essentially the Beyonce of Garda Corner. <laughs> well, thanks a million. Now, Beyonce, I'm sure, wasn't too over in the kitchen floor, though, this morning. Different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not, yeah, probably not. Oh, wow. And what's the crack been like in the guards with the success of it all? Oh, unbelievable. Uh, I can't get over the reaction myself from it. As I saw the video myself for the first time when it went online. And yeah. uh, I couldn't get over it. Honest to God, the phone was hopping since, absolutely hopping. And it's been great. Uh, people, the public, the reactions just, I can't, yeah. I just can't. There's no words it's been, for it. It's yeah. been hugely positive. I mean, everybody just seems to think it's been just the perfect mood lifter. And I mean, and, yeah. the, and even the reaction from the, from the, the Swiss uh, police force that, that sort of set the challenge, if you like, a fantastic reaction from them with oh. Irish flags being flown from their buildings and everything. And oh, it was deadly, deadly. So somebody sent that to me when it went up as well. And oh, sure, I said, look, if, that was, if that's not like, well, it was kind of defeat really. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, in fairness, you know, fair play to them. It was good, good sport and it was really nice to see. And Mary, listen, can we ask you right now? I know, I, I'm not sure that you are necessarily the, the kind of sole organiser, but you were certainly part of the team that helped put it together. It must have been a logistical nightmare between getting people to take part, getting it filmed. Getting the horses to dance. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, no, I can't take any credit for the horses, in fairness. Um, no, it was brilliant. And the man behind who did the, the video is Stephen McDonough. And, oh, listen, sure. As I said, when I saw it going up myself, I got shivers. And fair play to Stephen because he looked, you know, he made it look like we can all dance, in fairness. So he worked a few miracles. Like, <laughs> you know, and what was the reaction from, from colleagues like when, when people were saying to them, the likes of yourself or other people who were trying to kind of help get it organised? I, I mean, it must have been a weird reaction when you said, look, we want to do this video of us dancing, right? We have this challenge yeah. and we're going to video it. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm sure everybody didn't exactly jump at the chance, did they? <laughs> Absolutely not. So I suppose down here, uh, the lads, my four victims, sorry, participants, <laughs> yeah. my four victims, uh, they're lads I've been working with since the start of COVID. We've all changed, you know, before we'd work across different units, but since COVID started, we're all within our own, I suppose, really social bubble. So we've worked with the same people since the start of COVID. So I had a, a smaller group to choose from. So I went to the lads and not, nah, in fairness, you'll have to pick a few lads who kind of would let themselves go a small bit. And <laughs> no, they were fair. They were great. Like, they were great. You know, we had to practice it couple of times uh, James Fairbrother um, great he was fantastic after about the 18th time <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, he's brilliant look oh. they're all brilliant they, they oh. put themselves out there and when I saw the whole thing coming together like the scenery 
Oh, that's actually yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, the cinematography of it all is yeah, amazing. Well, didn't you say it's like a kind of PJ has the thing obviously from his time in the Young Offenders. He often says that oh, part of the success of that of that show was that Cork itself was one of the stars. I know you're. Uh-huh. Are you originally a Cork woman, Mary? I am. I'm from Cork, uh, from the Glen in Cork City. Right, and and because so. one of the things about this uh, Jerusalem video with you guys was the fact that. Ireland looked fantastic Amazing. in it, mm-hmm. didn't it? Unreal, unreal. I mean, to look at it, even myself, I live in Blennerville. There's one section there with the windmill in the background. Yeah. So I walk there most days and, like, I suppose I take it for granted, really. But when you see it with the drone footage, I saw it myself and I kind of thought, oh my God, wow. Like, you know, I see it every single day. The mountain at the end, we're up to top the mountain, giving the salute. That's the mountain. I'm actually looking out the window of that mountain now. Oh, you're joking, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just to see it on that, I kind of say, oh my God, it's spectacular. I've never realised myself how fantastic the place is. You know the way we take things for granted? Yeah, yeah. yeah, You see it with a new eye then. Yeah, of course. Yeah, big time, big time. It's incredible. I suppose the the question that follows then, Mary, is where to from here? I mean, like, I'm assuming... I'm assuming there's going to be an Ongarda Shia Khan version of Riverdance touring the world in the future, will there? (laughs) Well, do you know what? I, honest to God, if it hadn't been for COVID, wouldn't it have been deadly if we could have done it? A big line of guards. Yeah. <laughs> it been fab. Literally you know, the front so line, like, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah it would have been great, but yeah, look, we couldn't. Mary, you're going to be terrifying. If you have like, a transfer to another station, like, they're going to go, she's going to have us all tap dancing <laughs> now at the end of the career. <laughs> I know, it's like the lads, like, since the Amarillo thing, I'd say, lads, can I just ask you a favour? And to say the fear comes over them, like, you know, it's just it like does. fear. Oh, and my d- God. For those that don't know, Mary, kind of, like, how many sort of you know, I don't know, guard of stations or guard of units or whatever it was. How many were involved, or how, like, did it go across the country, or was it one specific region? Or yeah, so we down here in Tralee County Kerry, there was guardy from Thomastown, from Sligo, and Sherlock, the the star of the show, or the Clark MacDonald. She that she's dancing outside Temple Moor. She's actually been redeployed now to to Burr in County Offaly, but. That that's who was involved in it, um, and of course the mounted unit outside Arth and Uchtaran. But yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Orla. She was just unbelievable, and the, like the, the Swiss didn't know that we had Orla. Yeah. So she she's a former member of Riverdance. So I said, Asher, yeah, go big or go home. Absolutely. Go big or yeah. go home. That's great. Yeah, talk about beating the Swiss at their own game. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. having that secret weapon. It's great. Yeah, we said nothing. We said, well, no, but wasn't she brilliant? It just we just wanted to show our own culture and our own heritage mm. in it. And sure, look, she just. Was unbelievable. Is, the, is that the, is that the principle of the challenge, right? The, the dance challenge itself. It's not to do. Is it to do a specific style of dance, or is it? Mm-hmm. it, it you know what I mean? Because I'm not that familiar with it. I'm going to fess up, Mary. Other than the the, the, the guards version, the guard the version of it. It was it was a kind of a new one on me. I've got to confess. So okay. what, what what is the principle of the challenge? Yeah, so this um, this dance it was actually done by an Angolan dance troupe, uh, this Master KG. Yeah. The DJ who made the song and this Angolan dance troupe actually did the dance. They videoed themselves doing this dance to his song. They're actually eating their dinner. And you can, if you look back in the original video, they're eating their dinner and they're dancing away to the song. And that's where the whole thing came from. So who knew? It's gone worldwide. Doctors, nurses, everyone. There's kids dancing in puzzles to it, showing in different countries. And the Swiss then challenged Ireland. And, you know, I think they might have meant Iceland, but they spelled it wrong. But anyway, there you go. And there was the video. Brilliant. It's just, it's, Phenomenal! It's a great song. It is, so we're, yeah. We're, we're challenging the public now, in turn, to do it themselves at home. So do it with your kids. Do it in your kitchen, your sitting room. Oh my god! And hashtag Garda Jersey. I can't even say it myself. No, I'm after saying it about yeah, <laughs> eight hundred yeah. times during the week. So we're, we're challenging the public to do the Jerusalem dance themselves at home and hashtag Garda Jerusalem and send it on to us. Look, it'll give you a lift. That was great. the whole purpose of it. So everywhere. So anybody in any sort of business, a shop, a factory, a, a, anything that's still open, or, or as you say, people literally in their own homes, the idea yeah. is get them doing it and get it all up online. Yeah, I got. I saw one last night. Um, a lady, May Kenna, and she's eighty-nine years of age, and she is at home. If you look at it, it's just unbelievable. She's at home in her own in her own sitting room in her own house at eighty-nine. And look at that! And yeah, so no God, excuse for you, PJ Gallagher, no. right? No. You need no. to give me, need to give me any me of your. Kinda. Don't let him give you any of your, any of his guff, Mary, about his dodgy legs from his motorbike past and everything. Uh, he, if Mary, an eighty-nine-year-old woman can do it, PJ Gallagher, even you with your bad feet, Mary, I'm actually <laughs> disgusted you say that because you want to see the faces on these two trying to think you're going to get me to dance. <laughs> I didn't realise that this morning, I, I wouldn't even get to half nine, and I'd be in trouble with the guards. Like. <laughs> 
would you be fine? You'd have you'd learned a lot of things up the north side of the city now in Cork, wouldn't you? I did. I learned there's a lot a of tricks on the north side. I did. Yeah, there's a lot of things he learned. Probably best yeah. left alone, that one, Mary, to be honest with you. Listen, Mary, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Congratulations to you and everybody else in Angarda Shia that took it on. It was fantastic. It's been a, it's an unbelievable crack. success. Oh, and yeah. um, it's, been, it's been a great lift, I think, for everybody. I think everybody universally appreciated it. More or less, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to be right on oh, sour one not to get behind it. Absolutely. Good. Listen. Uh, no, and this thanks to you and thanks to absolutely everybody who has watched this and is going to take part in it. It's given me a lift and I'm sure it's going to give you a lift as well. And look, that's all the game was and mission accomplished. Brilliant Definitely. Stuff. Thanks so well much, done. Mary. Have a great day. Thanks, Happy Friday, Mary. Happy Friday. Cheers. Take care, boys. Good luck. Bye. Bye-bye.